When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Panther fans unite! My name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's in the house. How you doing, my friend? The stat daddy. But I think Derek Brown, hey, man, he deserves that dab on him. Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him. All the same. Yeah, 100%. We can just Mine is going to go to the fullback. I'm going to dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq. I'm going to put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one post game. Roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers post-game show. What is up, Panther fans? Uh, welcome to the paint-drying podcast as uh, we watch the most boring game arguably I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was awful. The Carolina Panthers fall to the Baltimore Ravens. I guess the only good thing is they didn't fall harder. The defense played... Um, as well as one could expect them to play. And the offense is back to baking. And we say baking. We are watching yeast rise. Go rise. Nothing's happening on this damn offense. It's the C3 Panthers postgame. Cody Lashney. This is gonna this is a tough one to talk about. It is, man, because once again we have another performance where our defense held a really good football team to 13 points. But yet again, the Carolina Panthers cannot put together a competent offense to save their lives, man. It's embarrassing. Um, Baker Mayfield, I I mean, look, Baker Mayfield, I don't know if he has a future in the NFL. Uh, I think it was bad. I'm not putting the whole game on him. But, I mean, Baker Mayfield doesn't have it throwing bad interceptions. A lot of people are wanting to see Sam Darnold. And if people are calling for Sam Darnold, that's how you know it's bad, dude. Uh, Deontay Foreman was kind of invisible all day today. And, and our offensive line looked okay early in the ball game, But we just cannot put up points to save our lives. But you know what, man? You know that no matter what, the C3 Panthers podcast is here to be your therapy session. And Tony Dunn, we're joined by the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. My man, Adam Roscoe, Drew, Alex, Mex, Pro, Cypress, Dakota, James Allen, Panther, Jeff R., James Bates, KG73s, Lowkey, Michael Davis, Panther Pickle, Ricky1396, Tyler Run, DMC, Lovato, and the lovely Miss Sarah Taylor. Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, boys. Let's roll. I guess the uh, 
Ravens run defense is good against CK as they held Dante Deontay Foreman for 11 carries, 24 yards. Uh, basically, we had it looks like a yeah. whopping 36 yards rushing on the ground. Baker Mayfield completed 21 for 33, 196, with a ultimately a pick six is basically at the end. Shy Smith sucks too, CK. Yeah, Shy Smith is uh, is Mike not muted. My mic is muted. Uh oh. Uh oh. His back. Oh. oh, you hear him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is it that stupid thing again? Try coming in and coming out. All right. I'll really leave. I'll leave and come back. You guys. <laughs> introduce okay. him. Yeah. No. So. So essentially, yeah. I mean, is when you look at what we did. I mean, um, our defense came to freaking play, bro. We. I mean, we got a interception on on uh you know by bravion roy we held them to under 150 yards rushing which is a breaking a streak that is incredible they had eight games that they had been doing that um we broke that streak today we held a prolific offense to only 13 points and that is largely only because of a turnover uh and giving them a decent field position this is a uh a a very uh unfortunate series of events and there was only so the thing that's really frustrating about this is if if calls had gone our way, if one play goes the other direction, this could be very well a Panthers game, right? Um, if Shai Smith didn't fumble that go- ball, I feel like this is a much different feeling about how this game went. Do I think we win? I don't know. But I think that that was the turning point for things to get out of hand. When you're playing from behind, this offense does not have the ability to play from a two-score deficit. That that turnover causing our, our defense to come back on the field in a blink of an eye is going to be the, the turning point in this game. That is the only thing that changed it. I know there's plenty of people in this, uh, in this chat that are going to talk about how that shouldn't have been overturned. I think the interesting thing about that is they overturned it without causing Harbaugh to actually have to uh, throw the flag. They ruled him down by contact, went and talked to Harbaugh, and then overturned it, which is absolutely hysterical. Um, But nonetheless, this offense is absolutely abysmal. I don't understand it. The fact that I know that his running game wasn't great, but the fact that Deontay Foreman only got 11 totes is hysterical. The fact that Chuba Hubbard is still out there trying to catch passes is absolutely atrocious. Um, this is the by far one of the worst game plans by the offense that I've ever seen by any coordinator. Um, we've been trying to give Ben McAdoo some credit, um, but here the, he just was not able to do anything. And it's not like we were going up against a defense that is the greatest in the world, right? That's the thing that's most concerning about this is they came in here and let this team just, uh, you know, stop them in every facet of the game. Baker Mayfield was very sharp early on in the game. He was getting the ball where he needs to. Some receivers were dropping it. DJ Moore had a drop. That would have been a big-time play uh, in the beginning of the, uh, of, the, uh, of the game. But at the end, it all came down crashing, and it started with Shai Smith. So this is unfortunately going to be uh, a big, big Shai Smith shit-on show for me. Shy, shitty Shy. Shitty, 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 shitty. And I'm done. Let me jump in here. Dude, I'm done defending him. Fine. He's trash. He sucks. Every single time Shai Smith fumbles the ball, everybody tags me on Twitter. Oh, Cody, how about your boy? Fuck it. I'm done. I should have known better. He's a South Carolina boy. He's from, you know, he's a Gamecock. I can't stand him anymore. I'm done with it, man. 
I, I, I wash my hands of Shy Smith. Tony can we Dillon. just hear you? Can we hear you concede one point? Oh God! Can if you, you mention the mirror bird, can you say? It? Can you just say it? <laughs> I'm playing, dude. I'm not saying it. No, just I'm not say it. saying it. Demir no. Bird is better than Shy Smith. Demir Bird I in bet. his fourth year is a little better. Than <sighs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! All right, the number is two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. That's two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. I'd like to thank all the people in the chat. You can smash the thumbs up button, subscribe. We're trying to get to five thousand subscribers. Also. Uh, make sure to be uh, get ready for a couple of weeks or bi week charity fundraiser where we're going to be raising money for the Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation. You can go ahead yeah. uh, to the Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation uh, to their website. They've got a page up where it is um, uniting fa- Panther fans and uh, supporting the community. So we've got a a big goal of $5,000 we're going to try to raise over the next couple of weeks. Hopefully we can reach it. If not, we're going to have a a good time doing it. Uh, And we want you to call in at 252-228-5098. It's crazy how bad this offense gets with Baker at the helm. Um, And I don't even know what it is. Is like, I mean, he takes shots down the field. At times, he doesn't just throw layups entirely. At the end, he was having to push harder, I guess, because we stunk. Um, and that created some opportunities for, um, you know, some turnovers that probably, you know, he probably wanted some safer throws, but you're just having to do some things at the end. But he's just bad, man. I guess. I don't, I mean, I don't even know how it just how does the offense look so much more capable with pj walker it's it's also like the play calling as soon as baker comes in like the play calling almost changes completely i don't know if it's just because ben mcadoo is more of a passing coach than rushing i mean ck already alluded to it the abysmal amount of rushing attempts for deontay foreman when he has been our only you know, meaningful resource of offense these past few weeks. I mean, there is absolutely, I mean, there's no reason for that. Um, And and then it's like none of the play calling seems to be geared towards getting the Panthers in a rhythm. Like there was a, there was a long third down and we called a screen pass. Like it's, it's so nonsensical. Um, But at the end of the day, the reason why this doesn't freak me out as much as, everyone else about Baker is because this is always who I thought Baker Mayfield was in, in moments when you have to have a big time play Baker Mayfield is clutch and in throwing interceptions at the wrong time. And it's like, it's not a surprise to me. So it almost doesn't even hurt that much. I don't know, man. I never thought that I would be on here telling you how much I miss PJ Walker, but man, it's like it's a it's a night and day difference in what we're capable of doing. Yeah, this the should, offense just gets stuck in the mud immediately. CK. Yeah. yeah, no, I think you're. I think that's right. I mean, the funny thing is, is I think so many people were calling for Sam Darnold. But what's even funnier, guys? For those who don't know, we do a Madden simulation. Okay. Yeah. I want you to understand the the hysterical aspect of what we saw today in comparison to what our Madden simulation said we should have seen. So basically, 
in, in the Madden simulation last night, they had the Panthers losing um, mainly by one field, by one touchdown. The only touchdown in the game was kicked by, was uh, picked up by a run by Lamar Jackson. Um, and there were four field goals by both teams. The fact that this was so similar to what we saw in that, in that <laughs> Madden simulation is almost scary at this point in time. Like it's, it really it's, is. It really is pathetic at this point in time. Why been Jordan sees it too in the chat? Every single time we do a Madden sim, it gives us a clue on how this game is going to go. And it's without fail every single time. So if you are not watching the Madden sim on this channel the night before, you're passing up a glimpse into the future, y'all. Because it's really like that at this point. Jeez, imagine having to watch this game twice. Oh, oh that's what it was right. last night. It was, it was, it felt that way. It was the, how me CK feel. the interesting thing is it was the opposite today. It was the opposite though. Like we were able to move the ball. It's just every time we got into the red zone, we wouldn't like every, it's just Madden's garbage with regard to the, how they decide to play calls uh, or, or call plays. We're but, not much uh, better. Yeah. Well, no, at least they were able to get down to the red zone in Madden. Like it was every single drive. The Panthers and the, and the Ravens were in the red zone. It was just, they weren't um they weren't able to to push it into the end zone but the funny thing is is the play calling was identical run run pass run run pass run run pass until they stopped deciding to run it and then it was just pass pass but they never did that in the uh Madden sim uh tony are 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 you aboard this bandwagon now that's like save your sam sammy dimes bring him in like is that is that where we're at now i, I mean, mean i feel I, like I, uh, sadly we kind of have been there for like a while. Months. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, when PJ crazy? had his crappy game against Cincinnati, we were all kind of saying that. Yeah. I mean, I thought that, you know, we had uh, Joe person on the chat on the show on the beat check a couple weeks ago. He said, he thinks that, you know, Sam Darnold, you know, finishes out the season. Yeah, and after today, work. I don't see why he wouldn't. Right. Yeah. You, you cannot. I, I mean, I guess at this point, I'm just like kind of upset that we're going to get better with Sam Darnold, which is crazy. And look, I want to say this is we've given not on this show, but the Carolina Panthers have given Baker Mayfield every opportunity to save his career. Oh, yeah. You know, every, like every I mean, opportunity, like, dude. What's that? I said every opportunity. bro. Yeah. I mean, like the patience. I won't say the patience, but like this was it guys. you come out against the Ravens and you stop them. Their defense contained them all game. All you had to do is put together yeah. one fucking drive before one drive. Right. And you could have won this game. We said that the really the way we looked at a lot of the scores about teams that had beat the Ravens, they held them from getting out to an early lead. They Kept it low scoring. I mean, the most is like 24-20, 17-13. These are the types of games that the Ravens have lost this season, yeah. except yeah. for the one against the Dolphins, which was a shootout. We did exactly what you need to do with an inferior team against the Ravens to actually pull out a win. The problem is, is that the offense was like, it just was non-existent. It just wasn't even there. Just like you almost might as well have just let the defense play the entire game. Like, yeah, I don't even know. Might as well. Well, I mean, they didn't even have like a first down at one point. For like 
like the uh, if you missed you could have missed the whole first half of this game and not missed a single thing right bravion roy has better hands than half of our receivers which is fucking embarrassing we need to line him up at tight end and see if he can catch a few passes um i, I don't know it's it, it's humiliating one man. drive uh, one drive cody it's all we yeah. needed it's and baker i, I know I think and about we, this baker comes out and he could win he could like you pj gets hurt you had the terrible story like the kind of the funk under matt rule and like baker could have made like a last stab at the season and potentially you know a, you know a fight or argument to have a career next right. year and some ways i was like man what if we go and run off a few with baker are we going to be here we're talking about are we going to re-sign him don't have to worry about that. Oh, no. like is like it looks like these guys had never played football on offense, and yeah. strangely, our defense looked way different this week than they have looked over the past few weeks. Except for we still can't stop the run ever. We're not ever going to be able to stop the run at this point. I don't think until we get some linebackers up in yeah. the joint. I mean, yeah, not not this season. Uh, I mean, and listen, I, I want to make it a point to say this. And I believe CK is going to agree with me because we were both mentioning it earlier. Early on in the game, our offensive line was looking incredible, man. They were giving him a pocket to throw from. Uh, th this offensive mm -hmm. line is so much better than it has been in years past, yet it counts for absolutely nothing because even when Baker does throw an accurate pass, it ends up being deflected or intercepted or dropped. And then the rest of the time, Baker is just not reading the field correctly, holding on to the ball too long, navigating himself into pressure somehow. And it, it, our offense can't continue to do this, man. And it just sucks because if you're already looking towards the draft, look, if you already have your draft crush, far be it for me to come and you know, run all over it and break it all to yeah. hell. But at this point, what are we now going to be depending upon a rookie quarterback to come in next year and be able to step up and save the Carolina yeah, Panthers? You got to not save uh, it. It's going to be an increment. This is not a savior thing, dude. This is going to be a new coach, a new. This is going to be a hopefully an incremental getting better. Think about how we were when Matt Rule came in. You know what I'm saying? Is that you didn't go all of a sudden like we're going to try to reel off and win the division? You're just saying this. We want to get competent looking we want to see the offense get but you know like that's what we're going to do do is we're going to get a rookie and he's probably going to start right out of the right out of the yeah. gate well i, you, I don't, like you, said, you don't think they go after like a jimmy garoppolo or a no. Derek carr not a shot just do it again i mean room like the same exact thing we just re reboot the matt rule era but do you think that do you think a guy like jimmy garoppolo or Derek carr makes this offense a lot better. Dude, it's hard to be worse than Baker fucking Mayfield. A lot I of mean, people thought really we would be is. better with Sam Darnold after Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, like, there's, 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 yes, I mean, there's a history of success there, but, you know, Baker Mayfield also proved way more than, than what he's shown as a Panther so far. I'm not, I'm not, I'm so tired of the retreading. Like, I am ready to put ourselves in a position to get a guy who's going to be young, who's going to be a Panther for life, who's going to have his loyalty lie here. Um, and that's my hope. Like, it's not a guarantee, and there's certainly no guarantees in this league. But the benefit that I say, when you think about teams picking in the top five, right? Right now, if you look at those teams, who do you think is the best option for a quarterback to go to and be successful? 
out of all the teams in the league? In the top five draft picks oh. right now, you have like Detroit, you have Oakland, uh, or I'm sorry, Detroit. Las Vegas. Well, Detroit, they yeah, they won today. They're not even going to be picking top five anymore. They've run. Yeah, they're four like and six. Corral, I would like to see. I mean, no, I hear. I hear here, your we point. don't want to hear no. no. Like where else? All right, so say the teams again. The uh, let's go through them. Jacksonville um, is up there. Jacksonville's up there. They're not going to draft a QB. They're going to give uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, all the way until the end of his rookie year to, to before they or rookie contract before they decide to to move on from him. Um, but you have uh, you have. Houston. Jacksonville, you have Houston. They're, um, they're definitely, but do they? Do you think that they're a team that is going to offer a tremendous amount of success for a rookie quarterback? Because I feel like matter if you're a quarterback and they draft you, that's where you're going. No, what I'm saying is right now one of the things that I, you know, my point being is when you look at the history of the draft, and and I, you know, me and Cody were talking about it with the case study when you think about Lamar Jackson and, and Josh Allen drafted later in the draft behind Sam Darnold and uh and uh baker mayfield there's something to be said about going to a better situation as a draft pick so if you're going in the top five those don't tend to work out like as as often as people want to believe they do um and so my thought is is like if we are in the top five i think we're one of the best worst teams in the nfl we are just maybe a few pieces away from it and with all the draft capital we have and if we're drafting in the top five, I think we have an opportunity to turn this around and have a quarterback come in here to uh, come in here to a good team, which is not something that happens to a rookie quarterback drafted in the top ten very often. I don't yeah. know why we're so bad, to be honest. I don't I agree. Even get it. I just don't even get it. Like uh, the defense held Lamar Jackson; uh, they contained him all day today. Yeah, and the offense. I mean, I guess you're at this point. Points. At this at this point, you are kind of feeling for Matt Rule in a way. And what I mean by that is he just kept saying we're quarterback away. <laughs> and it feels like, mm -hmm. I mean, look is, but there is no, there's dude. no Terrace Marshall June's the best receiver on this team. All of a sudden with DJ Moore is non-existent with Baker Mayfield. They have the worst chemistry in the history of worlds. Like PJ Walker. And I don't know. It's just terrible. This offense was so bad. And then the offensive line got worse as the game went on. Speaking of Matt Rule, did you see his official Twitter account put out pound sign OOU last night? And what does that and, even mean? I mean, I know what was, those, was, I know what that means, but like, why was he saying it? He's taking shots at us, man. He's he's giving a final fuck you to Panther fans, shooting his middle finger back at us. But what what did we do last night? What brought it on? I don't even know, man. He just he went it's... on his Twitter. He put pound sign O O U. I mean, because he's what going to get the? Is he going to take the Nebraska job? Is he going to be Auburn? You know, I don't or whatever. Even know. Yeah, Chris Marshall wasn't one of us either, Matt. And look what he's doing now. Stay away from here forever. Don't ever <sighs> come back here. I don't know. Is that uh, so? Let's uh. Let's we're gonna go to calls in one second. Let's just talk about the defense. Yeah. Um, even YGM had a good game today. <laughs> like, how does he even get a set? Like, it's like this defense said, you know what? We're gonna give you my la our last effort. We said that you know it's like, and I wouldn't be surprised if they walk into this locker room and just quit today. Like, and they say, you know what? We did as much as we can. We were broken. We're beat up. We came out here and we went on the road into a tough place, cold as shit, windy as shit, 
and we got it done. And then, I mean, I would, what do you even do? Like, if I was in the locker room, I wouldn't even talk to the offensive people. I've read a stat that says the Panthers are leading the NFL in three and outs on defense. So it's like, dude, our, our defense has never been the problem except when our offense does show up and then our defense disappears. Um, but I, I'll say this, that especially after today's game, I'm so happy that we didn't trade Brian Burns. I think Brian Burns right. is hands down. I mean, not even close anymore. I know a lot of people might say Derek Brown, and Derek Brown has definitely taken a step forward this year. But Brian Burns is hands down the best Carolina Panther player that we have. Offense and defense. How about that? Brian Burns is an absolute nightmare, consistently getting pressures. He has eight sacks already. He's probably no, on did pace. You say a sack? He's he probably was on pace for like 11 and 12. It doesn't matter. He's on pace for like 11 or 12 sacks this year. If you have that kind of defensive end, then those are hard to come by. And he's still getting pressure most of the time. So, yeah, I, I'm happy that we didn't get rid of Brian Burns. Um, we just need to put some players around him. I'm Agreed. to the point now where I want to go defense with our first pick in the draft and then maybe trade back up for Anthony Richardson, the high-ceiling quarterback out of Florida, and let him and Matt Corral battle it out in training camp. And for the for the top spot, I, I mean, I would like to do that. But then again, as you talk about Tony, this malpractice, if you're the Carolina Panthers, how do you go into next year saying we're going to either bank on a rookie quarterback or right. a second year quarterback that didn't get to play his rookie year because he had his Frank injury? Like, what is the option for the Panthers? Like, I really don't even know what it is. Uh, what it is is we have entered the the land of suck for a while now. Like, and to be honest, you might oh, go get your you, yeah. yeah, you might get your rookie quarterback next year and still be top uh, drafting in the top five yeah. again the following year. I would buy and the quarterbacks next year. Like, I know you hear this all the time, but from my eye. They are considerably higher ceiling prospects uh, than any Carolina other guys. kid. Everybody loves the him. Carolina kid. So the USC kid, Caleb Williams, uh, who, dude, that guy is incredible. Um, uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, at Texas. Like, there's just there. There are better prospects to be had in next year's draft. Whereas this year, each one of those quarterback prospects, while they're very good they have a discernible flaw that you can pinpoint in just about all of their games. Oh, and you know what? Before I forget, because I missed it earlier, man, James Island Panther with the $5 says, Hey, Cody. Hey, Pickle. How about them Gamecocks? Ah, they looked good last night, man, but my Tigers are still going to beat them. So you already know what it is. All but right, yeah, I don't know. I'm dejected about this season, Tony. I'm well. I'm I'm really worried that it's just we're going to get into a cycle of like the Jets or the Lions at this point, where we're not going to just pick top five next year, but we're going to pick top five two years in a row as you get a new. And that might just be what you do with the new coach. You just come in and you say, um, "It's kind of like what happened with Cincinnati, you know, with Burrow. Is just you get you get Burrow." 
you go out there and play a little bit and you're still back in there again in the top picks again one time and then all of a sudden you're there the next year maybe i don't know but it is going to be tough for this i would say it's going to be tough for this head coach but maybe it's going to be easy like how hard is it going to be to get this team playing better than they were today yeah, I mean, like, if you just put together an offense yeah. that can move the ball, like, one first down, all of a sudden we're sitting here going, man, we can win the division. Like, yeah. we're going to the Super Bowl. I mean, shit. Well, uh, look, Tony, uh, before we go forward, you know, there was not a lot of pleasure to be had for Panther fans today during this football game uh, because we looked absolutely terrible. So I think it's incumbent upon us to give them the pleasure that they know that they actually can depend on every single post game show. Big Papa, it's time that you shame these bunch of weirdos. Well, hello. I'd like to walk you with my hand, holding your hand into therapy. You've come here to talk about the Carolina Panthers absolutely putting up a big old fat zero when it comes to touchdowns a big old fat zero when it comes to being any type of uh, offensively uh, explosive plays whatsoever. And you've come here to talk about it. You've come here to watch C3 debate on who's to blame, where the fault lies, whether Ben McAdoo's the one that's going to be the guy calling plays next year, or whether Steve Wilkes even deserves the head coaching position. But you haven't hit that thumbs up button yet. I have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks. Subscriber shame. One hundred ninety-two people, fifty-seven thumbs up. Listen, the Carolina Panthers offense couldn't get it done, but you can get it done right now, man. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell for every single time the C Three Panthers podcast goes live. Um, I mean, this is the podcast for the fans by the fans help us beat up on that youtube algorithm to get in front of as many eyes as possible but this is also like i said the show for the fans by the fans and it's time to take some cat calls at 252-228-5098 let's do it so what are your thoughts on cat calling yeah it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody and how did that make you feel uh, very uncomfortable so how do you think cat calling makes the person feel it feels good like we all got another horrible game that's not even over but it was over at the beginning of the fourth quarter Defense did the best they could today, but they've got to get rid of C.J. Henderson. He's such a liability. I don't think he stopped one single pass coming his way today. Absolutely atrocious. And then their defensive line and linebackers just teeing off on the offensive linemen because they know there's no threat of passing the ball. Baker Mayfield's trash. Shy Smith's trash. Demir Bird was way better. <laughs> Suck on those nuts. <laughs> This shit's Damn horrible. Hell. I'm so ready for the season to be over with and look forward to the draft. The dang Panthers freaking tearing at my heart every week. We can't beat nobody. And then the referees just doing us dirty. Yeah, man. How do you even call half the stuff that you call? It's Absolutely so egregious. ridiculous. 
And y'all keep paying. Like, subscribe. I'm out. I think I'm done with the Panthers this season. Goodbye. Um, it's tough. Today was a boring-ass game, dude. Like a straight boring, boring game for everybody. In fact, um, you remember when we, we have, you remember, like it was so long ago, when we won that game on Thursday night against the Falcons, and then I tuned into national radio all week, and they talked about how it was the shittiest game and how Amazon should put their money back. Uh, this is like, I was like, man, I thought that game was entertaining because, yeah, I guess, I did you too. know, like we were like, uh, cause you know, it's like the best game we had played in, in some ways in a while. It was a off. It was a win for us. Black. Oh, like I'm looking at all these. It was rain. You know, it was like, Oh, they're like, this was so hard to watch. Well, you want to see something hard to watch <laughs> national media, national market, this game right here. To pass everybody by. In fact, CK, you were saying it is like the whole league was stinking. And this isn't just this week, too. Yep. This has kind of been a poor. Um, I think it was uh Aaron Rodgers said this, which is I ironic since he's playing like shit too. But he said that he looks around the league and sees a no, maybe it was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady who said that it's just a bunch of crappy football being played this year. They were asking, this was a few weeks ago, and he was like, they're asking where the offense was. But, like, uh, the Jets lost. I, all my picks were bad. The Jets lose. They didn't score a touchdown. Um, the Eagles put up 17 points. Um, like, the most important, impressive game was probably Buffalo-Cleveland. I mean, look at these scores. Uh, New Orleans beats the Rams. Like, today was just shitty football. Yeah. Yeah, it was not fun. <laughs> it was I mean, not- even if you watch the the Bills game, um, they if you look at Bass's numbers, you're gonna realize why they won. Uh it wasn't because they were just blowing the doors off of the, the Cleveland Browns. They were able to get down into the red zone, but they had a horrendous red zone offense today. Um, so it's uh it's yeah, it, it wasn't a uh a, 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 it wasn't a, a week to remember, I'll say that much. Uh, um all right, uh, Panthers Pickle has a six-second call. Let's see what he says. Also, want to say real okay. quick, Panther Pickle, Tennessee sucks. Oh. Go Cox. Oh, no. Gamecocks fans are hilarious. They get a big win, and then all of a sudden, they're the loudest well, people been, in the world. And they've been trying to put it together for you know after a bad start, right? Getting better as the season goes on. Yeah, yes. we play. Uh, they play. Who they beat yeah. yesterday? Tennessee. Oh, okay. oh how about, how about this? They didn't uh, just beat them. They yeah, they they beat them like bad. They put up like fifty something points by the end of the game. And uh, Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee that everyone's been talking about, tore his ACL. See, ya. oh, there you go. Say so now you can get him in the third round, second round. Uh, next call. Paul Cas brothers, how y'all doing? I am so fucking pissed at this damn game. Those first three quarters, we were playing pretty fucking good. That fourth quarter, we just fucking crumbled, man. What the fuck, man? Take Baker Mayfield out of Carolina. Like, for real, man. Put Sam Donald in that motherfucker, man, which sounds crazy. But Baker is fucking done. If we doing if we doing this shit because of the deal that he signed for a third round or a fourth round, I don't give a fuck any damn more. This shit is fucking ridiculous, man. We had these motherfuckers, man. Everybody know we had these motherfuckers, man. This dude throws an interception, two interceptions. 
And Shaw Smith, get him the fuck off the team, too. I was really rooting for this damn dude, but Shaw Smith fucking sucks, man. He fucking sucks. I mean, he's fucking horrible. It's terrible, man. The other wide receiver from LSU, forgot his name, on the tip of my tongue. He played an outstanding fucking game. He did. And where the fuck was DJ Moore at, man? We should have used him more, man. Should have used him more, man. But, oh, well, no playoffs for us, man. We got Denver next week. Hopefully we can beat them. But we crumbled in the fourth, y'all. Keep pounding. We can't beat bad teams. We're a bad team. We also can't beat teams outside of our own division. Oh, and that's another thing. The Saints and the Falcons – picked up a w today hey, so now we're even further behind that's all right listen at the end of the day um this only helps our case for a better draft pick um and and here's the thing i'm not rooting for just the better draft pick for the purpose of getting a quarterback in the top 10 i want our second round pick to be a value as well um to be an early draft pick in the second round um too so i think you've got to keep in mind a lot of people are looking at just that top 10 pick it's super valuable but our draft capital from the rest of the the uh the time as we go on is uh, super important as we move forward too. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm not upset. I'm not honestly, the, the reality of the game here is if any of us thought we came into this game and we were only going to allow them to put up 13 points, we would have been, thank God that it's not a blowout. Right. Um, and this wasn't by far, this was not a blowout. I know people are going to look at 10 to 13 and say, well, it was a two possession game that didn't happen until the fourth quarter. We held the, the, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, in check we made them look mediocre for the entirety of this game as a defense uh, our offense was also held an equal amount of check this should have been a better this if i'm a baltimore ravens fan i'm afraid of what i saw today i am absolutely afraid of what i just saw today number one you potentially lost two of your biggest stars uh in stanley and hamilton going down potentially with uh, some serious injuries, right? They didn't come back into the game. Um, you know, if I'm a, like I said, if I'm a, if I'm a Ravens fan, I'm looking at this and I'm looking, uh, looking a little concerned about how this defense held this offense in check like this. Now I'm not looking at this defense and saying, I need to be concerned about the Panthers offense. That's they, they did their job today and they did it well um, against the, again, a, a, what we expected from an offense, but I am, I'm awfully concerned uh, at moving forward as the Ravens based on how this Panthers team was able to hold them in check for the majority of this game. Was yeah. it Shai Shire- Smith? There was one play, because I was like barely watching. It was so hard for me to watch this game. Um, that like uh, somebody got just destroyed and demolished. He got like blown up like uh, he was like kind of trying to cut back and he just got rocked. Does anybody remember that play? Was it Shy Smith that just got destroyed? Somebody got crushed. And I was just thinking this is like JPP had a big day today. Calais Campbell had a big day. Like these old guys were out there just destroying mugs. I wouldn't say they had a big day. They had a decent day. They got like Calais Campbell had one tackle. I mean, one sack. Right. Um, JPP got that interception that was uh, a batted ball. But I mean, he was he was getting some stuff done. But I wouldn't say these guys had a day. Um, I think as a whole, their defense played very well. I don't think one player was more uh, incredible than any others. Patrick Queen is probably the only one that I saw consistently making plays uh, on that defense. So what we're trying to so then if, if this is the case if they didn't play well on defense really, mm-hmm. well no I'm not just, saying they didn't play well I'm just saying there wasn't a star today it was okay. they all played well they all played like, well it wasn't, why were we so bad 
It's almost hey, how like it this? didn't even matter what the, yeah, what the yeah, defense I think it's did. Like we could have, they could have not even. They could have just game said, plan hey, was try to throw it, dude. They could have not even, and like we couldn't complete passes. Our game yeah, plan was throw, was garbage. Throwing the ball entirely too much. And by the way, look, if I'm willing to admit that I was wrong on Shy Smith, then can y'all admit that I was right on Baker? Before this even started, I was saying that if we're going to be passing the ball with Baker Mayfield and depending on Baker Mayfield, then we are up Shit's Creek without a paddle. And I also remember people on Twitter, and, you know, and even here telling me, oh, Cody Baker is a much better player than Sam Darnold. And this is better than Sam. We upgraded. No, man. Shout out to me and my man, Why Big Jordan, in the chat. We told everybody Baker sucks. And hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. It's okay. Even if he wasn't the sole reason that we lost today, every time Baker Mayfield is under center, the Panthers' offense is at its absolute worst. You cannot tell me that those two things are not correlated because they are. Let me. Let me let me stop you. You were wrong on Baker. You said that he was Sam Darnold, and it's clear he's worse than Sam Darnold. So you are wrong on that. You said he was better than he is. I know. He's worse than you even thought. <laughs> he's so bad. He's so Dude, bad. It's listen, like even listen, if the worst. Price is the right, you worst. lost anyway. I know. Dude, we were trying I to be optimistic. You were pessimistic, football. and you weren't even pessimistic enough at this point. Dude, it's, it's embarrassing. But I've always known that he was he's not a good football player. I've always seen that he was uh, he was an undersized guy, didn't have a big arm, you know, not very mobile, doesn't read the field well, and the batted passes are ridiculous. P.J. Walker is supposedly shorter than Baker Mayfield, and he doesn't deal with batted passes even a little bit like Baker does. Dude, it's embarrassing. I don't know what it is. But, like, I'm not going to be one of these people that's like, oh, hey, let's get to Sam. Dude, if you're depending on Sam Darnold, who has not played a snap of NFL football since last year, to come in here and all of a sudden be better in this offense, I want whatever crack you're no. smoking on. Yeah, they're not, not on crack. It can't, be, it can't be worse. That's the thing. It's I think you're right on that. It can't be worse. It's I like think PJ, he is the worst. We have a more effective offense with an undrafted free agent quarterback in P.J. Walker. And the irony about this is that P.J.'s actually been okay at times, and we didn't trust him to throw the ball. Baker comes in, and they're like, hey, go let Bake cook. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's so dumb, man. It really is dumb. And, and it's The interesting the- thing. The thing that's right. so crazy about this is that Baker was nobody thought he was this bad. Not even the people right. that hated Baker the most thought he right. was this bad. Right. But again, and I appreciate the fact that you're saying this, right? I think anybody who looks at this in the first half and up to the first three quarters, the game plan was clearly to try to get the run game and it going. It wasn't working, number one. Okay. Um, yeah. Baker was pretty sharp when you look at the passes he had in the first half. Like he was pretty on point for a lot of those throws. He had a really good uh, completion percentage coming out of the half. It was only when the tide started to turn and the pressure was on when he started to panic and he started to make those bad decisions. That, and there was really only one bad decision. The, the the batted ball, there was one batted ball in this game, guys. One batted ball. Right. Most quarterbacks in the NFL have at least one batted ball a game. The problem was it batted it right into the arms of JPP. That's not a Baker fault, right? That's not on yeah, Baker, in my opinion. Luck. That's bad luck. 
the other part is that interception that he threw wasn't a great throw, but it wasn't like an egregious interception either. Like that was a fantastic what? play by the, that defensive player. What the defensive I meant the the corner? Yeah, whoever, yeah, it was he he just jumped know. right I mean, in front of that kind of that's like you, Sam Darnold, that's the Baker Mayfield special, bro. Right. And that but is like, oh my you, gosh, you when you look at that are, though, you're down when, two scores, there's six minutes to go, you got timeouts, and then you throw a interception that basically is a pick six. The other part to this though, is I'm looking at is when you look at that interception, I'm looking at Shy Smith. That was a, a pass to Shy Smith. Shy Smith just stood there. Like he didn't even try to come back. Like, and then what happened is it for like it it made that so easy. And by the way, I want to ask a question. That interception, the dude comes up and basically tackles Shy Smith before the ball gets there to intercept that ball. Is that a legal move? Yeah, you got it the is? right to go after the football. Well, I know, but do you have the right to stop him from catching the ball? Uh, like basically by tackling him. I think you're not really tackling him. You're just driving through him to get the ball. Like, I mean, he's got to be stronger and he's got, you know what I mean? Like you have a right to go after the football. Like, so as all, long as you're the, not going after him. If you notice all of Baltimore's big time players are the ones that broke the game for them. Uh, right. their, their corner Marcus Peters was the one that took the ball from Shai Smith. Lamar Jackson gets the, the, the touchdown. Uh, uh, Jason Pierre, Paul, and by the way, here's another thing that we need to mention. Uh, Taylor Moten is not the right tackle that we thought he was. No, he simply is not. And, 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 and in a year when of the best offensive line that the Panthers have had in a very long time, I put on Twitter this might be the best offensive line that in a decade, and yet even still, it's clear that Taylor Moten is the weak link on our offensive line, man. I don't see anyone get blown up on the line as much as I do Taylor Moten. And it's noticeable at that this whole point right side struggled today. I, mean, I would even say Austin Corbett struggled a lot today. Well, they were overloading yeah, maybe not that a lot, maybe, but I saw him just run. They run past these dudes a couple of times. Well, they yeah, overloaded maybe. that side. They knew that yeah. that was the weak side of ours, and they overloaded it. Chuba got blown up on one of their blitzes that uh, came into that sack. Um, and, and then you had that one where Taylor Moten was so focused on the defensive end, the blitzing, uh, I believe it was a blitzing uh, uh, safety, maybe. I can't remember right. who it was. Came in just free, just straight to Baker. Maybe that's no, the one I'm thinking. You of. know, um, I, and that's still like I, I think that's that's got to be awareness, right? I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Cody. In that position, your goal is to always prevent the guy from being able to blitz from the outside. So you pass off the guy you're uh, you're blocking to the guy on the interior, and 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 stop that guy from being a free rusher on your quarterback. Um, especially right. if you don't have a running back back there to pick up a blitzer. Um, so it, that right. still falls on Moten. But they they definitely knew that the weak side of our line is our right side with Taylor Moten, and they they attacked it, and it worked well towards the end of the half. They weren't getting home a lot as far as the 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 sacks were early in the game. It was only when they knew it was a passing down they were able to just send everybody and knew that Baker was either going to make a bad decision or he was going to get sacked because he's going to hold onto the ball too long because he isn't quick to make those decisions. Two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Let's go to the next call. What's going on, C3 family? D, Sanford, North Carolina. What up, D? I was proud for three quarters. Made me happy for three quarters. Fourth quarter just didn't have enough. I don't know if it was just 
difference in talent, so forth offensively. But I think Baker's proven to us that he's not it. We really didn't take any shots down the field, which I think that was part of the game plan. But defensively, I was proud throughout the whole game. Hey, keep pounding. We'll come back after the bye. We'll do our thing. Keep pounding, uh, fam. Some some optimism. We got a little bit of optimism. And you know what's you know what's embarrassing about this? Like we're still not out of it. I know, I know, I know. We are. We've been but out I'm of saying it we, we are not out of it. And it, it, again, we had eight losses in that 2014 season, and we didn't start our push until late in the season. But we can't. We're not gonna. We might not win yeah, another game, dude. But yeah, we have, and we don't. We don't. No, I think we'll win some NFC South games. But th- that's it. The only games that we can beat There's only are, two more the, to go. are the NFC South games. I don't think we win any games. The Saints go beat the Rams today. We don't run nothing, man. We're the worst team. We're the worst Panthers team. I don't know, man. This is like, hey, you know, is poor Steve Wilkes. Poor, all those people that are talking shit about the Jeff Saturday stuff is that, you know, like well, the worst thing you can do is put a guy in there and like who's could be right. a competent head coach. He's just like in such a shit place. Like Steve Wilkes isn't going to get a job. PJ ain't getting a job. Everybody, man, Baker might not ever play football again. You're ruining it. Like where you, we can, if you have a career in question, come to Carolina. We'll fucking end it for you. We'll put the nail in the coffin for you. Let's go to the next call. What's up, C3? Anthony from Charlotte. Just got done watching the game. And, you know, I called in last Tuesday and said, I'm less confident with Baker. It showed today. He didn't have a good game. But I do want to say this. P.J. Walker wouldn't have looked any different. And I'll tell you why. Because the games P.J. Walker has played in, he has been playing middling to terrible defenses. The Ravens shut everything down today, okay? You can't win a game when you have 40 rushing yards. That's just, it's not possible. So I get everyone hates Baker. That's fine. But I told you all, this is who this team is. We can't beat real defenses. We play Denver's defense next week. Guess what? Their offense may be terrible and whatnot, but it'll be the same story as this past week because teams that can stop the run on us, we are screwed, and our defense can only hold off for so long. But the defense played phenomenal, holding Lamar Jackson to one rushing touchdown total. He threw for, like, barely above 200 yards. I mean, it was the Ravens did all their work in the fourth quarter. And I will say this, the offensive line was probably had one of its worst game, um less – it had one of their not-so-good games of the season. I'll put it that way. They weren't great, but they weren't awful. But they missed a couple – they didn't pick up a couple stunts that the Ravens brought some blitzes on. Um, Icky had a false start penalty, which wasn't the biggest thing. We gave up, like, two sacks. But, you know, I'm liking what I'm seeing with the young players. Terrence Marshall, awesome game. This dude, I don't think we need to draft a receiver. As I said, Dante Foreman, like, when you can't get the run game going, it's it's really hard to win, man. It really is. I think Jeremy Chin had a good game coming back from injury. 
Brian Burns had a good game, but it just it wasn't enough. So, you know, that's just my take on it, man. I, I really don't see us winning games where we don't play unless we play a bad defense. Like, I'm telling you, man, this league is competitive, and I know we're a competitive team. But the wins we've gotten this season have been very, very underwhelming. So, besides for the Tom Brady game, you know, like, I, that's just how I feel about it, man. I mean, if the Raiders win today, we got the number two pick. I know no one cares about that still. I'll be the only one to say I do because I know we need a quarterback. But, yeah, Anthony from Charlotte just wanted to get my thoughts on the game. And, yeah, C3, you're the best. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, Anthony. You're the man. I mean, look, I understand. You're not going to be able to do well uh, if you're not being able to run the football effectively. But, I don't know. I just don't think there's any excuses for Baker anymore. He does look bad every time we see him in this offense. But before we go any, for, uh, any further, uh, White Chocolate is trying to pay for his dad's affection to see if that will work. Uh, he says, if we can't run, uh, we can win. Average. No, I think he meant we can't win. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think too. Uh, and then with the 499, he says, I keep saying this trade Moten in the offseason. Move Brady Christensen to right tackle. You can get a first or a second for him. I'm not mad at it, man. If there's a market for Taylor Moulton, I'm all about getting younger and getting cheaper where it's possible. I don't know how many dead dollars that would be on the Carolina Panthers, but any any creative way that we can move some of the dead weight on, off this team, get younger but get more talented – I, I'm down for it, man. Uh, I, I'm just I, – I I don't even know what to say about this team anymore. Tony, I agree with you. There is no reason for our offense to look as bad as it does, as routinely it does. And, How hysterical. You know, it's only with Baker there. You know, it's like I feel, yeah. I feel like you can put anybody – look, we even look more competent with this, the dude that nobody knows his name, Sam Beeson. Yeah. Jacob Beeson. Jacob Eason. Yeah. Um, we don't even, we still can't. We like, we got, we look better with a quarterback that doesn't even have a name. Than how Baker funny, Mayfield. how funny would it be if we found out? Now I'm going to go back to Moten. How funny would it be if we found out? It's going to be, it'd be hysterical. But how funny would it be if we found out that, uh, that Taylor Moten, uh, if he went down, that Cam Irving was a just incredible backup, incredible right tackle? Oh, well, that's that'd be so true. embarrassing. It's just not true, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's that. terrible, too. Do I wonder that. if Moten is going to be a guard. I don't know. It's You know, maybe... Well, I mean, has this actually... Has this really been in front of our eyes for the last two seasons, and we just have written it off, maybe, as, like, him being surrounded by poor talent? You know, we kept going, he's the only guy that we got. Whenever he got beat or was playing poorly, we just talked about how, you know, oh, the offensive line is a unit. It's hard to look at a sit, you know, it's like certainly it's hard this for, year. But last year, no, we were saying these things for the last years where we would say we would give him passes all the time because we thought that the people around him were bringing him down. And it like he's really just gotten slower, I think. That's what I think is like his. <sighs> He's never been the most nimble dude in the first place. 
Yeah. You know, he's kind of like a larger dude. I feel like a little, I mean, he's a typical old school right tackle in my opinion. Yeah. He doesn't have the best feet. I mean, he's not the most athletic tackle on our team, but I don't know, man. And I, yeah, maybe it's been in front of our noses for a while, but this season it's more noticeable because I mean, and tell me if you guys disagree here, I feel like our offensive line is looking better than it ever has. I've been, and saying, that's what, that. I've been yeah. saying that for like since week one. Yeah. And that's what makes this so infuriating is that it's the quarterback position and a, a lot of bad play calls that continue to keep this same thing just looking embarrassing. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. All right. I don't let's know. go. Nothing to say today besides the fact that make, uh, Baker Mayfield's career is officially over. He mm-hmm. fucking sucks. The team tries to play for him, but I feel like the offensive line gives up by the third or fourth quarter. Then he gets sacked. He throws fumbles. Fucking picks. Fucking dude. Oh man. Who do you think this color Baker is? sucks. Sorry, we lost. Uh, that sounds like Alex. Uh, I was wondering if it was the guy that quit the Houston. Club the mm-hmm. uh, Rowan mm-hmm. Wright because uh, he comes uh, on heavy, dude. Yeah, you're right. It is Alex. You were right. It's Alex. All right. Uh, yeah, next that was goal. Alex. But guys, this is Chase. I just now starting the game. Well, still in the first quarter of the game. Uh, after this Panthers first kick, how was not not roughing the pass? Uh, roughing the kicker. I mean, you had two dudes hitting them both legs if that's the rule which leg they hit and one of the officials goes talk to the Ravens coach first like asking them which call they want him to make and I hate this uh, uniform combo it just screams kick my ass Um, I'm seeing Cody is like at what point could we start to have a conversation just so we're not like just entirely in the draft a quarterback conversation. Is there any possible world where we just like go and draft like an offensive lineman and defensive lineman and then like just go pay a free agent? Uh, I mean, that's the conversation. Like that maybe even a having. big name. Like maybe well, I mean, you get a trade what, for somebody like a. What big names though? Man, I don't want to say it. I don't want this one. Aaron Rodgers maybe. Or. Like, I mean, thinking about, like, what some other teams have tried to do that has not worked out this season, the, and that the, is, like, the Russell Wilson-type move. They traded yeah. for those dudes. I guess you're not going to be able to go and get anybody in free agency. Well, the names that I've been saying the most, and this is just likelihood. I'm not even saying I want either of them, so don't match me to this, people. What <laughs> I'm saying is, Derek Carr. That's who uh, I think there, is going to be. I think I have yeah, a feeling. There's that they want to move on from Derek Carr after this year. And technically, there's language in there in the contract that would allow the Raiders to do that. Um, I think Derek Carr would be at home here in Carolina. I don't necessarily know that I trust him to be better. I mean, I. I do think this is better than Baker Mayfield and Sam Donald. Right. That's for damn sure. He would sure. fit right in. We're always crying yeah. after the game right now. And then right. another. And then the other. Uh, the other name is Jimmy Buffalo. 
And I've been very averse to Jimmy Garoppolo. I've, I have not wanted him on the team. But it's like, if we're talking, remember when we hired Ben McAdoo, when Matt Rule was still the coach? And none of us loved Ben McAdoo, but we all right. kind of agreed. That's probably the best that we were going to do. That's like that's like the top of what was possible for the Carolina Panthers. Names like Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo are the names that are top of the list for a number of different reasons. They've been to the playoffs. They've put up numbers. Jimmy G more than one. Um, so, and neither of them, I mean, Derek Carr would be more expensive, but Jimmy Garoppolo would be relatively cheap on that end. Um, and I, I'll tell y'all what come around to. Look, y'all already know that I like uh, Matt Corral, but like I said earlier, <clears throat> I really like Anthony Richardson. I agree that he's raw. He needs a lot of work in some areas. But as far as physical upside and talent, I would love to have Anthony Richardson on this team, maybe draft him sometime in the second round and let him and Matt Corral battle it out for the number two spot. If we did get a free agent, I wouldn't mind that at all, man. The only scenario that exists where we're getting David Carr or uh, Derek Carr or uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is if we draft a QB. Like yeah. those, like that's the only scenario. We they are, do both. Yeah, we could do both. We should have done that in the past, man, yeah. in a way. Because is, the only reason I say that is because whoever we put in that in that position is going to be playing for a they're let's be honest, they're gonna be they're gonna probably get the Justin Fields treatment. Whoever is going whoever we sign, if it's Derek Carr or even uh Jimmy Garoppolo, they're gonna get the Andy Dalton Dalton treatment, where Andy Dalton Dalton was promised a starting gig in Chicago. Didn't really pan out for him. It was just he was holding the holding the the fort down until the other guy was ready, um, or even a Tyrod Taylor type with regard to Justin Herbert. All right, these these I, that's my belief. If we if we put any of them on the team, it is meant to be just to give the other guys time to develop and not look horrendous. James Island pa- uh, Panther said, "Do you trust this staff to develop AR? No, because they won't be here." Yeah. The staff will not be here. You know, like you don't even have to. <clears throat> there won't be a single person on this T coaching staff that will be here next year. And even if they were, it shouldn't deter maybe you. Tabor. I would keep. I Tabor. mean, yeah, but even if they were here, it, it shouldn't deter you if you think you're going to have a chance to draft a guy that has all the requisite traits that you want in a franchise quarterback. So. Um, I mean, I don't know that they can develop anyone. Like, I'm, I'm hopeful for Matt Corral. And everybody continues to give me shit for even having hope for him because that's all I have at this point. Like, I'm also a realist, and Matt Corral might never see a field for the Panthers. But um, you have to have coaches that are teachers first and foremost and that know how to develop these players. That's why a lot of these quarterbacks bust coming out of college. So, this next coaching hire is going to be interesting. And if it's not Steve Wilkes, you know, I told CK last night during the Madden sim, uh, a lot of rumors were going around that people inside the building were really wanting to resign Steve Wilkes. Now, they might still do that and give him the benefit of the doubt that we don't have the quarterback. But if they, they get pissed, but I'm telling you, the name Bill O'Brien is going to come up. 
and it's going to come up if the Panthers draft uh, Bryce Young. It's going to come up, and people are going to get mad at me for saying this, but you could do a lot worse than Bill O'Brien. I'm just being real. Yeah, we're here. Um, what was it? Oh, I was going to say this about the Jimmy G crap. Talk about being wrong. I'm. I was wrong on this. I thought that Baker was better than Jimmy G. And that's just not the case. Like, Baker sucks so I, bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm right there yeah. with you. I thought, like, I was like, oh, if I had my choice, I'd pick Baker over the two. Like, people, you know, I was like, oh, Jimmy G just benefited. Like, he's just so safe. Safe. Dude. Baker isn't even bad. Baker. Like, I mean, like, he's not even turning he's the ball terrible. over like crazy. It's just like, just like they yeah. go up there and poop their pants, man. He looks like he was signed off of the street. Like, it's just an average, everyday Joe Blow that. Uh, the people that the... didn't like him in Cleveland, I don't care what they say. He won't this bad there. That's what I'm saying. Like, nobody, even his worst critics, didn't even sell us this bad of a good a sale. Right. You know, they're what I mean? like, they're like, uh, they're feeling bad at this point for us. Yeah. Next call. What's up, guys? This is Alex Klein from Tucson, Arizona again. Um, yeah, Alex? man. Baker Mayfield's career is officially fucking done. He's an embarrassment, dude. I, um, <clears throat> I want to see PJ Walker finish off the year, not Sam, but I'd rather have Sam than Baker. Our defense did great. Our offensive line actually played great, but I think they just got tired of Baker's shit by the end of the fourth quarter and was just like, <laughs> fuck this. He's not producing nothing, man. Just let him die. Baker's just... feel like we were being coached by Matt Rule just seeing Baker on the field today. That's how bad it was. All right, guys. I don't get how he's this bad. I just don't even understand. Like, he's not hurt. He's not, or it doesn't appear like it. I mean, he right. actually threw us some zingers out there. He still has, like, and some arm yeah. strength. You know, it's, it's like... Just he, bad decisions. Yeah, just nothing goes right. All right, next goal. That's sad. We got a lot more post games to do. I kind of feel like this. I'm trying to feel like... Uh, after each loss, I kind of go through, like, a different stage of grief. In a way, you know, <laughs> every, like, single, uh, every single Sunday. Yeah, it's a different type of of misery. Um, you know, we've had some of the anger moments uh, in the early part of the season. Bitterness against Matt Rule, despair um, yep. was uh, maybe when we lost to the Rams, and we like it's like, oh god, we not going to throw the ball. The Bengals. That loss was just like a kick in the nuts, but I wasn't even upset. This loss to me is daunting because I'm like, I didn't want to get up here and do the post game today. I'm not going to hey, lie. Can I, I didn't want to do it. You, you yeah. know what should make you feel better? What? We have 201 people yeah, watching cool. our misery, man. No matter what happens, when the Panthers disappoint, Dude, the C3 Panthers podcast comes through not only for these fans, but for us. The fans come through for us. They make it all worth it. 
dude, like I said, I look forward to doing this postgame show way more than I do watching the Panthers, especially around this time of year for the past four years that I've been doing it. So yeah, this is going to be a crawl to this is a crawl to the finish line though for us. Oh, yeah. This season, like I mean, At we're going to come out, we're gonna have to generate something, some excitement. Maybe we should just watch some other games and just tune in to the highlights or something, or the lowlights. Maybe you don't have to <laughs> imagine tuning into the highlights of this game. Maybe I'll get naked on stream. Yeah, uh, Friday free throw. There you go. Leave it for that. Fine. All right. Yo. Oh my God! Is JJ? Um, can we just talk about how Cody doesn't know how to evaluate talent? Oh, uh, this dude. Um, he Who thinks is he's this like guy? some amazing scout analyst because two huge athletic six five rocket arm quarterbacks in the past decade came out of the draft, and he was correct that they were good and ended up being franchise quarterbacks. Oh my fucking god! This revisionist like, history. Probably the most everybody was in the past decade of. Franchise quarterbacks and Josh Allen, Justin Herbert coming out, but like he is—he's terribly wrong about the J.C. Horn pick. He keeps trying to defend it, even though it's obvious we missed on Justin Fields. Michael Parsons, arguably the best defensive player in the NFL, and the best cornerback in the NFL, Patrick Sertan. But like. How he used to argue and say Shai Smith was good. What? Like, I've never in my life, in my entire life, seen a wide receiver when they get the ball in their hands move so much and go absolutely nowhere. (laughs) Literally move so much in place. It, It... it blows my mind every time he has the ball in his hands. And then he, I was going to call about Shai Smith beforehand, and then he fumbled. So I was like, okay, I have to make this call. But yeah. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trust Cody's opinion on Matt Corral being a potential franchise guy because there's only like eight of those in the entire NFL. Oh, and I doubt the guy who was traded up for by Matt Rule. Yeah, him. The guy who knows so much about good Ben McAdoo. When he sees it, that guy who traded up for Matt Corral. I'm going to trust his judgment and Cody's judgment on Matt Corral being a franchise quarterback. No, thank you. Play the that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I suck, Cody. Oh, also, you made a slight diss saying, telling me you've never watched film without telling me you've never watched film. I'm just going to ignore that because I've actually watched hella old Miss games. His run repass option offense that they ran was a lot of yards after catch and that's why they were designed runs for his rushing statistics statistics are probably the last thing you want to look at in terms of analyzing a quarterback because when it comes to a quarterback and the throws they can make that shit is all eye test and a lot of times on scheme and how much of the plays were designed thank god that shit cut him off 
Oh, well, let me guess. He has another third. call that's on two and a half he minutes long. It's one minute and 21 seconds, but uh, let's go. We can skip. We'll go to another call. Well, uh, no. Uh, you on. deserve the Shy Smith stuff so if, bad. Fine. Dude, I'll, I'll take the Shy Smith I don't even feel Smith bad about stuff, it. But, dude, the Josh Allen, Justin Herbert thing, like, it's such revisionist history. It's such bullshit, man. If you looked at Josh Allen at Wyoming, it was all terrible competition, terrible completion percentage in the Mountain West, and you know, terrible mechanics, all this other shit. Everybody had Christian Hackenberg written all over Josh Allen. It was the same thing with Justin <laughs> Herbert. And yet I did the eye test, JJ. I trusted the talent that I saw on the field from the quarterback in person and they were able to do incredible things likewise matt corral has all the requisite traits to be a quarterback he just has to prove that he can stay healthy and i don't know if he can or not i truly don't i hope that he can i don't know if he can but i mean at the end of the day he might be just as in play as any other quarterback in this year's draft and that's just the simple fact of the matter. And, dude, I'm done defending Shy Smith. Fine. If you want to shit on me for Shy Smith, we will forever. Do it. Oh, anytime. Please. please. I, I'm, I'm anytime he does it. anything, everybody has to at mention Cody all the time. I'd be Shine like, cat. Every time, you know what? The next time he makes a catch, we got to hit at Cody and put Canton. Hashtag Canton. Man's going to the Hall <laughs> of Fame. Cody and said then- he was shit. Cody said he was a shit player. <laughs> you guys are fucking deplorable. Uh, you're right, though, is this is, a, uh, you know, people first is there were so many questions around Josh Allen at the time. I do think Carson Wentz helped him be real. Yeah. Like, a, like, is that because the same happened with Carson Wentz, honestly, is like. Who yeah. the fuck is this dude? And what is this yeah. North Dakota State? Weren't they from the same school, maybe? Or somewhere? Uh, or maybe no, they're they in the to, same division. Yeah, yeah. North Dakota State is like uh I believe it's the Mountain West. I don't know. They don't they don't play normal competition. It's like triple A football or some shit. Yeah. Um, but so the Herbert thing, he kind of came under that uh like over analyst. Like, uh, that's what I would say is sometimes people like yeah. we just get thought about into it too much over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they've tried to find like it's where you talk about the draft so much. You got to like dress, try to be smart. And you got to yeah. be like, oh, well, like he, you know, he, we don't see him under center ever or something like this. And like, I don't know. Uh, we screwed up on that. Um, and I kind of think, you know, I still want us, I wanted us to, I don't over go crazy about it. I don't know how Justin Fields did today. They lost again. How about that? He got the, carted off the field. He did? That's what somebody said in the, in the man cave. Oh, God. I didn't see, I haven't looked and researched it to be able to confirm it, but. I'm done looking at that. All right, uh, let's go to the next school. Man, what it do, boys? Supreme it's leader. Boy, Mike. Supreme leader. I got a supreme leader. Ah, how you guys doing? Ah, uh, tough. Yeah. Sucking. Eh. Yeah, you know, it's another sun, another Sunday fun day out here in these streets. 
Uh, you know, at this point, it is what it is, you know. Uh, man, that game, though, it was like watching that offense, it was like, it, God, it was like, it was like watching a little kid trying to dig a hole in concrete with a paper straw. Like, <laughs> just, an incredible analogy. Like you just, you just want to be like, just stop, stop it, get some help. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, yeah, man, I so much for Baker, huh? That is, I like, I kind of compare it to, uh, so, so the name of my fantasy football team is, uh, Bacon Bad, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's based off the, one of the greatest shows ever, Breaking Bad. And, yes, sir. you know, Baker is Baking Bad or Baker is Breaking Bad. Whatever he is, he's bad. And, uh, oh, bad. Sure. Yeah. Let's, uh, Keep pounding to the end of the season, boys. Uh, we would be better off with Taylor Heineke. You know, I, I agree oh, yeah. with that. I think Taylor Heineke is better than ever, any of the quarterbacks on our squad, and, and that's not giving Corral any consideration in that decision right, because right, I think we don't know it's, just, enough, it's, yeah. un, it's impossible to judge him based on what we've seen so far. Um but but as far as everybody else, yeah, Taylor Heineke is clearly a better quarterback. He's been given less, and he has been able to come out with a lot more than what what we've gotten so far. All right, uh, next call. Hey, this is Panther Pickle. Listen, I wasn't going to call, but Matt McAdoo sucks worse than Baker Mayfield. Fact is, we could have a pop-off to figure out who sucks the worst. Baker Mayfield, Matt Rule, or Ben McAdoo. Now, for all them wannabe Gamecocks that think they're so damn good because they won one game, the Tennessee Volunteers beat Florida. We beat LSU. They beat Alabama. They beat UT Martin. They beat Kentucky. Okay, so let's understand. Yeah, you won a fucking game. Put a feather in your cap and call you macaroni. <laughs> the okay. Gamecocks, you still suck. You suck in the morning, you suck it in the evening, and you even suck at night. <laughs> Have a good day, Gamecock fans, and enjoy your cock all you want. Yeah. Dude, I love it when Pickle is angry. He's it makes yeah, me it makes me laugh to no end. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, he was right, about this? There are four roosters sitting on a, a post, all right, like on a fence, like on top of a fence, and there's a white <laughs> cat underneath them. How many? There's four roosters. How many wings are there? At, on, on that fence post. How many wings? What, you said there's four on the fence? Yeah. So yeah. Eight? Okay. How many beaks are there? Four? Yeah. No, it's not that hard. How many uh, rooster feet are there? Eight. 
All right. Uh, how many teeth does that cat have? Mm, uh, uh, none? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know a ton about black cock, but you don't know anything about pussy. Oh, shut uh, up, dude. <laughs> oh, man. That was right, dad joke. Dad joke. So I told this, uh, I heard this, uh, this, and I told this joke and I, and I totally screwed it up. I said, there's four black crows up there. And then I got to the end. I was like, so you know a lot about crows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was, that was pretty good. I'll give you that. I'm going to have to repurpose that. <laughs> I'm going to have to repurpose that. Thanks, uh, Cole. Oh, this also Panthers should draft quarterback first round, wide receiver second round, and running back in the third round. It's in, it's crazy that for three years Cody said we shouldn't pay a running back. Oh, it's just the and same. Deontay dude. Foreman has like three good games, and he's like, "Yeah, we should pay him." He didn't say okay. that. Said, and then New York was saying Christian McCaffrey wasn't as good of a rusher as Deontay Foreman. Okay, that was. Buffoonery beyond me. I agree with that. Deontay Foreman is an average thumper who runs up the middle, and that's like about it. Why would we pay him when we could get a way better running back for cheaper in the draft? This offense needs new life. Terrence Marshall Jr. is ranked top 20 in terms of beating man coverage. DJ Moore's a god. We all know that. And yeah. We, we, we need to, you know, true. we do make over, make over on the offense. I don't even want to hear, like, what, what what's even good about DJ Moore at this point? And plus, I, I also never said pay him top running back money in the NFL. Right. Like, we've been doing for the past. Yeah, like, re-signing a player <laughs> doesn't mean that you're breaking the bank for him. I mean, like, again, that's my number one fan, by the way. JJ, that's my. And that's what that's that's my number one fan. All he does is call in and talk about me. Uh, DT over the five dollars says Baker is done. PJ win this a hundred percent. Oh, the people like the joke. I got these. There's these two guys on TikTok, and they're like, they just do these dad jokes, and they sit outside and they drink coffee and like say these jokes with a complete straight face, and they're so I love it. They're so, you know, this guy. This is my one of my favorite ones. He said, uh, "said my wife." She she said this. She said, "Man, I look fat." Oh, can you? I need a compliment. He said, "You got perfect eyesight, baby." <laughs> I like that one. And then there's another one, something like, uh, I lost my family to gambling. He said, I won the lottery and moved. <laughs> and <left them. laughs> all right. Um, uh, here we go. Was, uh, these are all the questions. We just need a, a, a joke somewhere. That's pickle playing Rocket Top. Oh, is that what is that what they play at? The that's a hundred percent. That's what that uh, is. Um, okay, so uh, look, it's a what really interesting to me is that the defense is bounced, bounced, really bounced back in this game. I we have people in here saying uh, we exposed Lamar Jackson. I don't believe that really. I just think we they had yeah, no one yeah, had a good that. day. Lamar uh, was not great today either. No, it wasn't. Like, 
It wasn't great, but I mean, I'm not ready to say, but like, it's crazy to me that this defense got amped for another, got themselves up for another game finally after kind of looking like they were running out of steam. You know, they played pretty tough in the beginning of the season. They kept us in games. They scored a coach. You know, we started getting some turnovers at one point. Uh, the defense was scoring. And then when uh, Rule was fired, you started to see them just kind of, it seemed like run out of gas. You know, you had the Bengals game, the Falcons game, the first Falcons game. They put up something like 79 points. You know, we allowed a bunch of points. We were starting to allow teams to score on us just when we were starting to score. And I felt like the defense got amped for this. It said, let's go on the road. Let's fight. You know, this is the type yeah. of game we can just punch. This is a kind of a Ron Rivera punch you in the mouth game, hopefully. And this is how you win these types of games. I told you guys, if you're going to win this game, you just got to keep it close and have a chance at the end. And we kind of did that, except for our offense just was so bad. I'm telling you that I don't even know if the Baltimore's Ravens defense was that good today or if we just were like pathetic. And I guess well, you know, we went. I I must I must I've said some stupid shit on this podcast before, but one of the dumbest things that I said on this podcast about six months ago is that we had a strong receiving core, like one of the better ones in the league with DJ and Robbie. We don't. Like we, not, we got rid of Robbie and like, we don't have anybody. Like we had Terrace Marshall Jr. who is like this shy, shitty Play shy. Him. Yeah, he is. But like there's no we're just suck, dude. That was the dumbest thing I've ever <laughs> said in my life. I don't even think DJ's that great. No, I mean, dude, dude DJ bad. He, you know, he has bad. no rhythm. Like, he, he has taking no... shots at my man right here. He has no uh he has no ability to get on the same page as Baker Mayfield and vice versa. Like it, there's a there's a reason why those first few games of the year DJ was invisible, not having any production in our offense. Then PJ comes in and then all of a sudden there he is making plays back to Baker and then now it's back to DJ just dropping off of a cliff. Um I, I don't know. We definitely need some some help a little bit of everywhere, man. We need another receiver. We need another defensive lineman. I think we could use another defensive tackle. I think we definitely need another linebacker. I mean, the the, the Panthers good. have needs right We're now. We're not good. And maybe that's the – maybe we fooled ourselves completely thinking there was talent on this team. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this team. It's so schizophrenic. Yeah. We're bipolar, man. A bipolar uh, football team. Okay, so just a quick look around the league. Uh, my no more picks this. That's it. We're done. All right, cool. We're done. I don't think. So go ahead. Any... No, you're good. Um, there's an 11 second call. I don't know if there's anything. All right, let's see. Guys, was Baker Mayfield the first round draft pick? He was the number one. Because if he was, how the fuck? How did that even happen? God damn it. Yeah, that was a uh, I didn't. Um oh wait, hold on. We heard this. Uh, maybe I skip this one. Let's see this one more. Just watching the game, fourth quarter, like three minutes left. Uh Baker just threw an interception. Man, I am so fucking tired of watching him play. Um, you know, can we just put Sam Darnold in there? Fuck put 
put Santa Claus in there. I just, every time I watch this guy play, I just know it ain't going to be about nothing. It's going to be about empty calories. Sit his ass down. God damn it. Put somebody else in there. To at least give us some hope. At least with PJ, there was some hope. You know, we didn't, we didn't know what he was, but we, we've already seen what Baker is. Um, this is the most uninspiring play I, I've seen. So I'm just tired of watching them. Please, Sam, if you're there, put his ass in. Just put his fucking ass in and let's see what happens. Um, at this rate, we will be drafting number one. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. Appreciate the call. Uh, CK, would you do me a favor? We got a 199 yeah. love bomb from uh, White Chocolate. Could you read that for me? Spencer Rattler, QB1. I want Cody to read it. <laughs> there you go. Your wish is you my command. You did officially get Cody to read it. Uh, and you know uh, what? I always do uh, what yeah, I'm asked to do. You are, Cody. That's right. Yeah, you know. for sure. I, I, I always do what people ask me to do. I'm a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Uh, man, that's all I got, really. I mean, I guess we could go droning on about something. Um, you know, we got Tuesday night show coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll have a hopefully we can get little energy back into the podcast to talk about this game i don't know how i mean we still got to do our dab on them and our ice up pit i mean our dab on them and tell a shame uh then you know you can call in on tuesday nights we're here every tuesday night live 9 p.m uh 252-228-5098 uh smash the thumbs up button uh remember you can join you see these people these cool tags right here like the green loyalty tags and the special emojis uh, you can support the show by becoming a C3 super fan. Don't forget to go ahead to um, the Nikki and uh, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation and go to our page. Yeah. You can get the information. I'll make sure it's in the show notes uh, after the show. Yeah. Um, go ahead and start donating. Uh, we're going to have to, it would be cool to get a head start on this and give back. Uh, C3 Panthers podcast is going to make a good donation to this cause. Um, and, uh, I guess we're going to, again, uh, I've always said this is lock arms, folks. This is times where we're going to have to lock arms and we have to sit with this. This is a, I might say this is the most apathetic I've ever felt doing this. We, say, we say this today. every year. Every know, but year today, like today, like I'm like, who cares? I don't even know yeah. what to care about. That's what I need to know. I need to know what to care about. Before I latched on to, well, we can fire Matt Rule. Maybe it's the light. Maybe we just need to be on the Sammy Dimes train. That's what our care. That's what I'm going to invest my care to. Sure. I'm going to invest my care. I am now. I want to see what Sam Darnold's got. I want to see him behind a halfway competent offensive line. I, I agree. want to see him with uh, Ben McApoo, McAdoo-doo. I want to see him. And maybe, why else? Why not? I mean, hey, I mean, that, if that's the only thing that you have to look forward to, dude, far be it for me to take it away from you. Go Sammy Dimes. Um, I'm just not excited about this season going forward. I mean, even if right. – yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know when P.J. Walker is set to return. But I mean, it's a high we got ankles. Sammy D, baby. 
We got Sammy uh, D. Put this guy in there. How about this? 24-year-old diamond was, in the rough, ready to be polished was, up by Ben McAdoo. If it was PJ Walker and Sam Donald, are you still wanting to see Sam over? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I don't even really care about any of them. Like, I have no affection for, yeah. like, I, at this right now, it's just Sammy Sammy D gives me something more of an unknown at this point. It's like, <laughs> hey, uh, it's kind of like, I really thought, I'm, I'm sick of giving credit to, or wanting, maybe I'm just like, um, what is it where you like, uh, or trying to like wish something into existence? I thought, man, this is Baker's shot here to come back and kind of, you know, the pressure is off. He's playing with some house money now because like he's gotten benched. He put a shot. He did the, the big, the better, whatever teammate thing. And now like it came back, the circle has come back. And like, so he gets yeah. back kind of in there and could win, you know, you win this game on the road, even if it's ugly today, you're starting to go, oh, Baker's starting, you know, he's going to get the hang of it and this and that. Like, I kept thinking at some point, Baker's can't be this bad. I said this either earlier in the season where it was just like each week, it was just a law of averages at some point. I was like, how can he not throw over 170 yards? He's got to do better than a 50% completion rate. And then right. he would be like, come out there and be like, oh, you think that's bad? Look at this. Today, he just stunk. Yeah. Uninspired. Um, yeah. Uh, CK, one more. Could you uh, read that out for me? I sure can. Rattler, six TDs. Short for touchdowns for those who are not familiar with football. 438 yards. 81% completion percentage. Is that one game? Yeah, that was Spencer Rattler against uh, against Tennessee. Yeah, Jeez. dude, he had a, a freaking day. day, bro. What a day! Um, all right, let's do. Uh, you pick it, Talishane. Dab on him. You can pick it. I don't care. Um, uh, let's let's just go ahead and uh, well, let's start positive and end negative because. <laughs> I just like doing it, man. Dab on him, folks. Dab on the folk and that and that dab on the folk. They like seeing it. Tell me what to do. Dab on the folk. Uh my dab on them goes to Frankie Louvu. Frankie Louvu is the only good thing that came out of Matt Rule. That's it. I thought I th I continue to think Frankie Louvu makes plays every week. And that's it. That's all I gotta say. Dab on them. So two things. Things off I'm definitely draft prospects. I am starting to look at them. We will definitely be comparing notes. And then look, you already know this guy. You already love this guy. But he loves us and he wants to make sure that we know. His Mrs. Michael Davis with the thirty-five dollar love bomb. He says, Tony, don't be apathetic. Winston Churchill once said success is not final, failure is not fatal. We keep pounding. Also, for charity stream, I'll match a dollar for dollar up to $250 if C3 family shows up. Michael Davis. Dang, dude. Showing the up. Man, bro. dude. Man, we're going to get Davis up. Michael Davis is the man. Well, we're you're kind of already, you are going to be already matching it because the majority of this money is coming from you. 
<laughs> we're going to be dominating. <laughs> his own match. His match is own match. Uh, no, you know what? As uh, I'm latching on, so I think I need something. Thank you, uh, thank you, Michael. I needed that. Is uh, what I am latching on to is now I'm on the Sammy Dimes train. Bring in Sammy D. Right. And uh, I need to just say this is we got great friends on this podcast and in the chat room that we can look. That's what I'm latching on to our community. Um, It can't get any worse with Sammy Darnold, man. I mean, like, you know what? As we come in, Sammy D going to help us win this division, though, Cody. Dab on them, Frankie Louvu. Who else you guys got? Uh, CK, who you dabbing on? Um, Listen, I'm... uh... I don't know, dude. I don't even know who to tell you to dab on. I just, I'm going to tell Lamar Jackson with the sole uh, touchdown today. I'm going to tell him to dab on him, folks. Actually, you know what? Bravion Roy getting that interception. Dab on him. Hey, there we go. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm going to make mine short and sweet. My dab on him is J.C. Horn. I know he had that one at the end of the game that was bad, but for the most part, J.C. Horn was flying around the football field making tackles for losses, wrapping up when he tackles. That's another thing. Like, as a corner, he is a surefire tackler most of the time, and I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for that. Yeah, I was going to say Brian Burns, but I think J.C. Horn, especially with the injuries and people doubting, oh, Justin Fields or Patrick Sertain or blah, 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 whatever, man. I'm rocking with J.C. Horn. I think JC deserves that dab on him pick this week. Uh, so you know what that means. We've already dabbed on them. Now it's time to go to the laundry bin for them towels of shame. All right. right. Um, see you guys next week. <laughs> that was it. We just gave the towel of shame to every person on the team. You can't. Yeah. You can't. There's this defense did so right. good in this right. game. The entire offense. There you go. You I'm guys go ahead. You guys, you do the towel first. I got one. Um yeah, I, I mean I'll I'll go first. We'll go in reverse order. Um my, my towel to shame is Taylor Moten. Um, I feel like now there have been a bunch of moments where Taylor Moten, he needed to be able to protect on some important third and fourth downs, and then he just gets destroyed. And I feel like when our offensive line is the best that it's been in maybe a decade, Taylor Moten is the weak link on this offensive line. So Taylor Moten, Tyler Shane. CK, it's on you. Um, yeah, so my towel of shame is, uh, listen, I, I hate going for the easy, uh, easy towels here, but you know what? I'm not going to go for the easy one. I'm going to go towel of shame to Ben McAdoo for calling one of the most vanilla, uh, offenses I've ever seen in my entire life as a Panthers fan. Like we've been giving him credit, but uh, up to this point, even when, when we've been competitive, like, oh, man, that's an incredible play call. Like, this became so easy to predict. Like, I, 
you gotta give him a towel of shame. Um, I want to give a shout out to Stephanie Sorrell, who became a patron uh, with the one dollar support on Patreon. You can support the show by using the C3 super fan option of the dollar 99 a month. We've got Patreon just where you can contribute in a safe way, or you can uh, be like our patron saint over there, Michael Davis, and, and hit some super chats and some different things like that. Uh, my tale of shame is going to go on Shitty Shy. Shitty Shy Smith. I'm so, you know, I don't want to see this guy on the team anymore. I don't ever want to see him again. Why is Chenault not being our number three receiver at this point? Or Higgins, for that matter. Yeah, what the, exactly. Why, why, and why? Man, Higgins might actually be hurt, but still... Um, just stinks. Uh, and tell shame goes to, to stupid ass Zach Wilson jets ruin all my picks. I thought they were going to be my, I was finally going to give the jets some respect. They didn't deserve it, but, uh, shitty shy Smith, dude, fighting hard. You know what I mean? Like it kind of sucks. He just got the ball stripped, but you know, sometimes yeah. I don't know. It's too small to be fighting like that. I don't care, but gosh, he stinks. I don't ever want to see him again, Cody. I'm done Demir defending him. Better. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Dude, All I, right. I, I ain't saying shit about Demir. Um, that's it. That's the C3 Panthers post game. We caught all the calls. We had a lot of viewers. Uh, kind of a tough one for Tony on this one. Um, you know, is that uh, really? Uh, it's like this. It might as well have been like this. And was this worse than the Bengals game? <laughs> And I must say no, because our no. defense was actually okay. We're good. Yeah. I think this was by far the way better than the Bengals outing. Like the defense didn't show up in that outing. Um, the offense also didn't show up. But in this one, the offense still didn't show up. But that defense did an incredible amount of work on that, uh, on that uh, Baltimore Ravens offense. And it wasn't until it just got to a point where they were given too many op- opportunities that it changed. Um, there wasn't a single touchdown scored by an offense in the in the Jets game. There's not a say that again. The only touchdown came on a kick return, I think, in the whole game. Wow. <laughs> That game was it was like it's like everybody was competing for like who could have the worst game today, like to watch, like the most, the least. You know what is again and the national media, all these people are gonna go back and they're gonna say, I wish we had that Thursday night football game with the Panthers Falcons. That shit was entertaining as fuck compared to half of these games. This uh, you're not lying, dude. <laughs> All right, that's the C3 Panthers post game. My name's Tony Dunn. You can follow me at cat underscore chronicles on Twitter. Taylor Heineke and uh, the Washington Commanders making a typical Ron Rivera run. November, Rivera, November. He's uh, oh, like, uh, he's a November, December MVP. They've won five out of six, dude. Dude, they are somehow. Looking like a squad with Heineke at the helm, dude. I mean, and he didn't even score a touchdown today. He didn't even throw one, but they got a pick six. I mean, I know it's Houston, but if you look at the commander's schedule, dude, they have nobodies. They're going to be Ron Rivera could have led this team right here to the Super Bowl. 
The imagine how good the Carolina Panthers would have been this year with Taylor Heineke and Ron Rivera as their coach. Dude, we win the division easy, hands down. It's insane to think about. Who knows? Who okay. actually knows, man? I, I, I think the only I thing these past few seasons of Panther football have shown us is that right when we think we know something, dude, we don't know shit. We don't know shit. We think that we have an idea. Ultimately, we just we just don't know. All right, give yourself your own exit. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cody Lack, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Find all my written work at drafttech.com. And uh, every single Friday at 7 p.m., you can join the show and be a part of the Friday free-for-all for the fans by the fans. Okay? Yeah, you find me all- said Ron would have been starting Cam Irvin over each. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You, you were, well, I mean, it, Rule kind of had the same mentality, and he had Icky in there. So I think... Uh, I think we could probably give Ron the benefit of the doubt on that one, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, I'm you can find me over on uh, on any social media, mainly Twitter. Um, you can find me at Codizzle Allen, um, and uh, and obviously we're gonna have the uh, the Madden simulation every week before the game. And it is eerie how accurate these it it predicted the blowout from the Bengals. It predicted this low scoring affair where it was only one one actual touchdown scored. Uh, guys, and it was a. It predicted that it was a a Lamar Jackson rush for a touchdown. That was the only touchdown scored in the uh, Madden simulation. The only thing it didn't get right is how many field goals were going to be kicked. Um, we had kicked four field goals to their four field goals, so it was like twelve points just off of field goals on each team. Um, so yeah, go check out the the Madden simulation that we just had. See the eerie simulate eerie similarities. Um, and uh, same thing for uh, for the upcoming. Uh, upcoming games that we have and uh what do we have next um on the broncos. docket broncos yeah Who are, are, are keeping it competitive with oakland right now or uh, las vegas they're so bad tomorrow uh, this yeah. is like uh like we're gonna be playing in the who can be worse bowl next week you know it's like uh oh well we always win those right Right. We're a winner in that game. Hey, we're yeah, undefeated yeah, yeah. in that game. <laughs> we're always winners when we have to compete. For Somehow the winners. Texans are at the top. The Raiders are at the top this year. They're worse than we are. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right. That's it. Um, Cody, let's get out of here. All right. Until next time, C3 Panther Nation, you already know what we do, baby. We keep pounding. Keep pounding. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.